Welcome to our Together on Mission podcast, where we seek to be with and like Jesus. Your host is Travis Twineman, the lead pastor at the Inland Vineyard Church in Corona, California. In this season of the podcast, we're going to begin each day in a gospel passage. Whether it's something Jesus said or something Jesus did, it's always something about Jesus. As we begin a conversation with Jesus that will begin in the morning and then last throughout the day, as we discover yet again how wonderfully irresistible Jesus of Nazareth actually is. It is Wednesday morning and we are spending the week just meditating on John chapter 13, one of the most important, one of the most shocking, and one of the most memorable and transformative stories in the entire gospel account. So you can turn there, and if you're new with us, welcome, good morning, happy Wednesday morning. I've got my Bible, my coffee, my journal, I'm in my spot, and I'm so excited to read a few verses and talk a little bit and hopefully launch us into a time of just connecting with Jesus that then becomes a day of connecting with Jesus because, as my dad would always say, today is a day that the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. So today is a day that the Lord has made and let's rejoice and let's be glad in it and let's start it this way. And so the title of the podcast this morning is The Pattern. And that's a specific word in the first century, The Pattern, which we'll get to in just a bit. I do not know very much about art and so I'm taking a little bit of risk here, but the word that comes to my mind when I think about art is impressionistic. And honestly, I could not define that word. I think that word means that the art leaves you with an impression, which probably means that it's not highly structured art or it's not exact art or it's more uh, subjective kind of art. Now, I could be totally wrong. That's not my area of gifting. And if it is your area of gifting, I could have totally cringed that up and botched that analogy. But if I'm right about impressionistic art, that it's more of an impression, it's subjective, then this word pattern or example that John's going to use in a moment is a word that is the antithesis, the opposite of impressionistic. Not that what Jesus did in this chapter, in this room, in the upper room, would not have made an impression. I mean, it it clearly made an impression, but it was not to make an impression in a general sense, you know, in a subjective sense. It was to make an impression in do exactly what I do, exactly what I do. Copy me literally. Copy me. Do in detail what I have done for you for other people. Specifically, right? The pattern, the example, the mold, the model. Do exactly what I am doing to you, to other people. And so I guess the question would be this morning, uh, are you following the exact model, example, pattern that Jesus set out in this story? And that is a great question. 
And of course, there's the quick, you know, the right answer, but let's ponder it. Let's, let's ponder it. Now, we could turn the question around, and I've been doing this with myself, and I don't like it, but, uh, you know, I, I, why not bring us all into it? Would other people say that you are patterning your life exactly, exactly after the example of Jesus, specifically the towel and the basin lifestyle of Jesus? And if not... Here's the good news for all of us. God is so merciful. He's so merciful concerning the things that we've left undone. And he's so full of grace. And remember, grace is God's power at work within us to do what we could never do on our own. Grace is the fuel for saints that want to be exactly in model, in pattern, in detail, exactly like Jesus. The word in the first century would be an apprentice following your master in the detail of his or her life. You know, apprentice is a word that we're not very familiar with, but Joseph did this with Jesus. Jesus, this is how you hold the nail. This is the angle that you would, that you need to hold the chisel. This is how you set this rod, you know, so that the table or whatever they were making, you know, could be strong. This is exactly how you do it, son. This is the pattern. This is the example. This is the model. That's what apprenticeship is. And so a good question is, who is your teacher that is apprenticing you in the exact model, uh, the pattern, you know, that you're following? Who are you learning from? Who are you getting your wisdom from? Because all of us have a teacher. We're all students of someone. And that's a very, very good question. And it may be one of the central questions that the gospel asks. So we're at verse six and Jesus comes to Peter and he tries to wash Peter's feet. And Peter says in verse six, Lord, you're not going to wash my feet. And Jesus replied, you do not realize what I'm doing, but later you will understand. Verse 8, no, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. But Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no part in me. And then Simon Peter replied, not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Go down to verse 12. When Jesus had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and he returned to the place. Do you understand what I've done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord and rightly so, for that's what I am. Now that I, your Lord and your teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set an example for you that you should do as I have done for you. And then verse 17, now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Oh, there's so much there. Peter seemed to be picking up what Jesus was laying down. He seemed to understand exactly what was going on. That's why he resisted. He knew that Jesus was not dealing in, again, if I'm right about this word, in the impressionistic sense, the subjective. He knew that Jesus was dealing in the objective. He knew that Jesus was saying, do exactly what I do. And honestly, Peter was hoping for a different kind of teaching, a different kind of model, a different kind of pattern, a different kind of example, but that's not what he got. What he got was his Lord and teacher grabbing the towel and grabbing the basin. And so I would love to just begin to think about that today, this morning in the presence of Jesus as we're meditating on this chapter. Let's, um, let's begin to think about 
the things that come up throughout the day, the the daily menial tasks that present themselves to us. And we, we try to get out of them. We try to ignore them. We try to turn a blind eye to them. We tend to make up all kinds of excuses, right? And justifications. Well, that's not my role, you know, in the marriage, at work, you know, at church, in society, you know, I'm working so hard already. You know, we have to have a fair division of labor. Uh, I'm, I'm serving, you know, in this way already. Whatever the enemy tends to whisper to us in our minds that keeps us from taking this pattern, this example, this model seriously. And so what we want to do is we want to allow this story to just transform our relationships because that's exactly what Jesus intended, not in a general sense, but in a specific sense. And in verse 17, Jesus says, you're only going to be blessed if you do it. So let's do it. Let's take seriously today doing the small things, the helpful things, the dirty things, the diapers, the dishes, you know, the chairs, you know, the, the menial things, especially those that are closest to it. And, and especially with those that are closest to us. And sometimes those that are closest to us, they can be the hardest people to do this for because if there's tension in the relationship, we don't want to go low. We don't want to take up the towel in the basin. We don't want to take the last seat. We don't want to get small. We want to be big, but let's just do it. Let's see Jesus as our apprentice. Let's do it. Let's do it to strangers. Today, let's find a menial task that we can do for a stranger. Let's do it for coworkers, and it might shock our coworkers because, you know, maybe you or I are not the kind of people that are usually willing at work or at home to go low and to do the task of cleaning or to open up a door or to carry something for someone. You know, maybe you're perceived as a little bit self-focused. Maybe we're perceived as a little self-focused, you know, a bit above the menial tasks. And, and if that's the case, this chapter is going to challenge us in so many deep ways. And let's think about our kids. What does it look like to wash their feet? Let's think about our family of origin. Or dare I say our enemy. What does it look like to wash their feet and that's honestly what we'll talk about tomorrow when we get to Judas. But Jesus is giving us a pattern, a model. And before I land this plane, in the first century, there was a word uh, that meant model or pattern, right? And it was this word that's used in verse 15, example, right? Because there weren't machines or computers. And so you literally had to have this exact model if you wanted to to make something that looked exactly like it and so pattern example model that means an exact representation of this is going to be made and that's exactly what Jesus is saying be exactly like me do the lowest task imaginable and this word example is right where the story turns and so Let's just think about every relationship that we're in today. And Peter is unquestionably picking up what Jesus is laying down. And we're being called to pick up what Jesus is laying down. And that looks like picking up the towel and laying down our pride and our life so that we can truly, truly serve other people because the greatest in the kingdom is the servant of all. We'll talk tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Together on Mission podcast. We hope you are blessed and encouraged by it today. 
If you had any questions about the Inland Vineyard Church, our ministries, or our Sunday services, feel free to connect with us on social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram, or check out our website at inlandvineyard.org.